Welcome, everybody, to the Fight Talk Podcast. This is Steven Jensen. I'm here with John Mosley, jumping Johnny Mosley. You hear him a lot on the show. And we are joined today by special guest, MLJ. I know him as a commentator, as an announcer, um, as a dude, kind of a jack of all trades all over the independent wrestling scene. Obviously, a longtime wrestling fan and uh, somebody I'm really happy to have on the show. So uh, as we were just kind of talking about, Emma, how you been doing today, man? Uh, today is good. Uh, today in particular, the first day of July, uh, like I, I've been waiting for July for a long time, uh, cause there's a lot of stuff popping off this month that I'm like super duper excited to do in indie wrestling. So uh, hell yeah, yeah, man. there's, uh, and some of that will be done with, uh, with old Mo's over there. Fuck yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Yeah, y'all both be on the uh, the VSX card. Uh, I know Moe's will be doing, what do they call on the pre-show? The uh, the bootleg. The bootleg, that's right. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, you'll be on the show as well. And then you got uh, Game Changer Wrestling's um, Backyard Wrestling 3. You'll be a part of that as well, Emil, right? Yeah, it's going to be my first time in the backyard. I've always <laughs> been, uh, it's, all, it's always like something happened with work both other times. But uh, now uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to go to the backyard. Hell yeah, I'm man. I'm so hyped, man. Like, <laughs> like that fucking, uh, like, the card is sick. Like, but, like, that four, the the four-on-four four tag, mm-hmm. that one team that's got, like, ruckus facade, Ty Hill, and uh, somebody yeah. else. Uh, yeah, it's just ridiculous. Like, how do you put that together? <laughs> That's going to be so much fun. <laughs> yeah, that that's a big part of what's so cool about GCW is, like, you have all the deathmatch stuff. Then you've also got all these dudes who are just, like, changing the game completely when it comes to, like, the high flying and just, like, acrobatic shit. That, like, I never, like, the stuff that Ninja Mac's doing, I'm, like, I've never even thought of somebody even trying that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Ninja Mac is awesome. Like, it, it, okay, here's the thing. Like, we keep finding, like, these, like new young guys that can like do some crazy shit like ninja mag and then you have dante leon and then you have like jack hartwheel and uh star boy charlie you know like billy starks is killing it you know like and they're all like mega young yes and they can do i mean uh ninja mac is the oldest one out of that group by like a handful of years but in terms of like experience and shit like you know or like that crop that he's like in that class, you know, he's just a little bit older. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone you mentioned, I'm, I'm a huge fan of already. Like Jack Hartwheel came out of nowhere. I felt like, like, I think maybe like uh Deshaun's two cents, like hot tub yeah. guy. He, he might've been talking about him a little bit. I feel like, and then he just like, I saw that guy just blow up lately. Uh, yeah. Like, I think he's what out of somewhere, California, Sacramento. Yeah. Nor- Northern California. I think so, yeah. That's yeah. A tough, that's a tough area to break out of. Bro. That yeah. B-Boy always talked about when he was in town, just like the scene of Cali and like all this great talent we we haven't heard about yet. Yeah, like I know uh, for the longest time, like Tim Thatcher was a NorCal guy and like, there was, like nobody was ever talking about him. This is when he was like, and he was, like, doing deathmatch stuff back then, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Yeah, Real weird. <laughs> it, well, dude, I've got to ask you, because, like, I just don't want to forget to ask in this kind of, like, perfect perfect segue by just talking about this right off the bat. But, like, uh, 
one thing I just have to ask you, Emil, is like, what if you can even put it into words, like, what does it feel like being in the middle of the ring, calling the intro out for Nick Gage, like in front of that GCW crowd? Like, I mean, because you you honestly, dude, you get me so hyped up just watching you just yelling into that microphone. You can yeah. tell that you're like so fucking passionate about it that like, how does that actually like if you can you put any of that into words? Uh, the closest I can like put it into words, like I feel like uh, like I'm a conductor of some sort of like symphony, you know, like like I, I don't know, like I it, it it's equal parts, like like I'm I'm so like I'm excited, like to the nth degree, but at the same time, like like I'm like I feel like I'm given like a very serious performance. And like, and like, I'm like, it's one of the the things that really makes me feel like, oh, wow, like what I do in wrestling, like actually like means something like, even if it's just like this little thing, oh, wow, like this is, this is cool. This means something to people. And just being able to like have that, like, it makes me like, it, it it makes me really happy more than anything else. Like I'm just like thrilled to do it. And, like I get so pumped up. Like my adrenaline starts going. Like and like literally like in a uh, spring break, like my stomach was fucking cramping up as I was like yelling his name into the microphone. Like like I was like that deep in it. Mm. Uh, it's just like it's a release too. Like it's it's a lot of things. It's, you know, it's, it's because, uh, you know, throughout the day, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, oh, damn, I have to hit this intro today. Like, you know, like it's yeah. like an important day at work. Oh, I have to turn this report in or I have to do this task for whatever regular civilian job you may have. But for me, it's like, oh, today at work, I have to do like my A material. So. Hell yeah, let's do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> not like I don't see everything as like a material, but that is like the the creme de la creme, you know, it's yeah. the crown jewel. Well, it's like a highlight of like the whole show for the fans too, is like his in his entrance and the intro and the whole deal. So like it's it's like highly anticipated hearing yeah. it. So like your delivery I think is really important and you you nail it. And like and it really the passion really like flows through the screen because like you can i noticed you like before before gage even like gets to the ring like you're kind of like kind of pacing you know what i mean yeah. like you're like yeah. you know like you're it looks like you're ready to like you're ready to release that you know what i mean I but am. it's like so it's dude it's it, it's something like you really honestly do add to the show a lot man you really do thank you thank you uh i really appreciate that um and the thing like it's funny like you you say it because like for the like release like i remember being down in 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 tampa and like you know like friday friday was cool you know uh or no thursday was the first day yeah thursday all thursday was cool and then friday afternoon but then like friday night like when when i when i did that like for the main event i felt so relieved like i like oh okay now i can just relax yes oh like <laughs> but getting to that point like especially that night because it was like the return of, of it all like yeah. yeah yeah that that was like 
that was a big one. And I think, I don't know, I guess because, like, I hit that one, like, I was like, damn, like, this shit is powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, like, wow, it was cool. Um, but, yeah, I just I just like that uh, anytime I get the opportunity to do his shit specifically because, yeah, Nikki gets fired up, too. <laughs> like, every time, like, before before I get into it, like, like after, like, when I announce the first guy or whatever, and then, like, right before I announce Nikki, Nikki just, like, looks at me, like, dead in the eye every time, and he goes, give it to me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go. Like, and that, and that pumps me up, you know, because, like, I feel like, I feel like I gotta do him proud, because, like I said, he's a, he's the god of this shit, you know, like, yeah, yeah, like, gotta, gotta, gotta put him over accordingly hell yeah dude yeah it's oh man it's powerful Moses, you got any questions or any anything to add to that since you know you're you have experience doing this as well like i'm just from the outside looking in as a fan but like you do plenty of stuff as well like as well you know bringing outs and commentating and stuff like what's your kind of thoughts or any questions you got no it was just the um you said that uh that call like that that specific moment was like I always looked forward to for that day. But I would say like that weekend, especially Mania weekend, post COVID bullshit, everybody's kind of fired up with all this going on. You saw, yeah. saw, you still saw all these tweets and all these people like, God damn it, I cannot wait for Emma to hit that. And like uh, it was, man, it was one like I don't remember where I was at during that. I wasn't able to watch it live, but I got to the B&B that night and I was like, all right, let me see this fucking shit. Like I got it. Give me the intro. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I went, I went crazy, like <laughs> with, with the, the three timer, with the three timer. Like I was just feeling it in the moment. Like afterwards, Gage was like, "What's up with the three times?" And I was like, "Dude, I was just, <laughs> I was just going." He was like, "Man, I know." Like I was like, I was like, I know. I was like, yeah, "It's not an every time thing." I was like, "That's that was just the energy." Like, and the people were singing too. Like, <laughs> so like they they were they were digging it. So I'm like, "Fuck it." Let's 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 rock and roll. <laughs> Dude, also uh something that adds to it too is you're always in there rocking like some immaculate drip. You know what I mean? Like you're in there, like yeah, yeah. It's it's noticeable. Like you're without even knowing it, you might be like a trendsetter fashion wise in like the indie <laughs> wrestling scene as well. Cause like it's it, you're not the only one now that I'm seeing out there with like the hat, kind of like the tall T retro WWF shirts, you know what I'm saying? So like, right. so where where does um, I'm not I'm by no means like a fashion or style guy, but I'm a guy who who respects nostalgia and a guy who respects professional wrestling, and I I can see like what kind of a like why, how do you decide what you're gonna wear in the ring? Because I I think I feel like it's very play uh planned out before you uh, you go out there. Uh, sometimes it is, and sometimes it isn't. Like, sometimes it's just a matter of, like, some new hot shit that I got mm-hmm. that I just want to show off. Like, like that Jeff Jarrett shirt. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, that, like yeah, there was really no reason I wore it as Zombie Walk other than it was my new Jeff Jarrett shirt. <laughs> but the day prior for TOS, I wore the uh, King of the Death 95 all over print Terry Funk Cactus Jack. Because it's a deathmatch tournament, um, and then like down at uh oh for spring break I definitely wanted to wear the Marty Janetti because like Marty Janetti's got the spring break clout you know yes mm-hmm. for sure uh so that was one of them and then like 
I remember I told the dude that made those shirts, like all three of them that I wore uh, spring break uh, collective weekend. Like when I, uh, I was supposed to wear them all last year for 2020 before that got all bungled due to the COVID. So like, I felt like, oh, I gave this dude my word like last year. So I have to do it. So that's why I did that for the collective. Cause I told him last year that I was going to, um, I don't know. And then just sometimes like, uh, uh, like for, for backyard, uh, this one is carefully planned out. I'm going to show up dressed exactly how I would dress every time I showed up to the CZW arena as a fan back in like oh, 2007, that's awesome. That's awesome. 2006, 2007, when, uh, when I was known as the blackout kid, um, and I'm shoot still in Lauderdale's phone as Blackout Kid. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I, I hit him up the other day. I messaged him like, and I was like, "Yo, uh, what do you think? I show up dressed like Blackout Kid?" And he was like, "Oh my god, yes!" <laughs> <laughs> so you're talking, you know, like early 2000s. Like, how long have you been a fan of wrestling in general? And then, like, when did you really start noticing you were? Uh, kind of becoming more and more engaged in like the independent uh, scene of wrestling. Um, I just celebrated my 26th year anniversary of watching wrestling. It was uh, the day before King of the Ring 1995. So it was, what, June 24th. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> like, it's a holiday for me. Like, it's a special day in my life. Oh, uh, yeah. And and um i like when as soon as i started watching i was into it like 110 percent uh started getting all the magazines uh like it wasn't just wwf magazine i would get fucking all the all three after mags i would get wrestle america when i could find it uh so as soon as i like were was getting all these magazines i would be looking at like you know the the arena reports and the little stories in the back of the magazine where they would cover things like uswa or smoky mountain at that time when it was still in operation uh and then like these other other assorted like smaller promotions so i was like oh okay like clearly wwf isn't the only game in town because i've been you know i as soon as i discovered pro wrestling i literally looked at uh, i ran downstairs after the first episode of superstars was over that i watched and i looked in my tv guide for any reference of WWS that I could find or like, and then like the week later, I was like, wait, I should look for wrestling in the TV guide. So then I started finding like, you know, how I found ECWs, how I found WCWs, uh, IWCCW, which was like an independent out of the New England area that had been defunct at that point in time, but they still had TV to show their old tapes. And that was the promotion that ran the fucking Vic Steamboat versus uh, Tony Atlas match all the time. Uh, so, like, I'm new into watching wrestling, but so, like, but I see that there's, like, these smaller promotions. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'm very interested in these, too, because it's, it's wrestling. I, I, I love it all. Uh, I remember being actively pissed off that uh, my TV guide had a listing for WGTW48, uh, uh, out of the Philadelphia area, but it wasn't on my cable company's 
thing. We didn't have it. Oh, but that shit. channel, that channel had USWA. That channel had Smoky Mountain. That it had the stuff that I wanted to see, and I was so pissed that we couldn't see. And every week, I would look in the in the uh, the channel listing guide to see if my uh, uh, cable provider picked that channel up. Literally every single week, like I was sick. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, this is I, awesome. I, this is awesome, by the way. And I know these feelings. Like, I love hearing this. Yeah, like, you know what it's like where you just get so enveloped in it. And you want, you just want it all. You know, especially at that point in time where, you know, it's the mid, it's 1995. There's no YouTube, let alone a, a PC in my house. You know, like, I can't just go online and just search for, Oh, I just discovered WWF. Let me go to YouTube and type in WWF, right? Like, I can't do that. I'm just, uh, and if, like, I didn't know that you could rent tapes about it from the video store. Like, I, I, I didn't right. find that out until, like, a week later when I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> Dude, just to put in perspective, like, I remember back in those days, because I, I started watching around, like, 94 is, like, kind of where I can remember, and... I remember trying to find it like on the radio. I was like, can I find WCW? I lived in Atlanta. I was like, is WCW on the radio? And I would check like all the time, like just hoping uh, they'd have wrestling on the radio. They never did. But like, dude, that's, if you, that's what it was like. If you started watching probably about a year or two earlier, you definitely would have been able to because Jim Ross had that uh, radio yeah. show on Sunday nights. Oh, that's right. That was before my time, right before my time. Yeah. Right before your time. And he, he actually... Uh, he actually held on to that spot for probably four or five months into his WWF run because that lasted, I think, until August, August wow. of '93. Yeah, and w- which was weird because originally it was a, I believe it was a time buy from uh, Turner was subsidizing it, but then when he when he left Turner, I think Jr. just kind of kept it going for a little bit, um, on his own. I think gotcha. until yeah, until radio WWF first got started. You guys remember that? No. So yeah, that, I, do. I, don't, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. My older brother had that. He, he was in on that shit. A little like bit. I remember the, the, the um, bite this on the online towards like the yeah. real early online days, but I don't remember WWF radio. What was that? Uh, basically, I guess it was, um, It wasn't like a like a standalone station, but like they would do radio broadcasts of like their pay per views. Really? Um, yeah, and and then on some pay per views, I remember them switching broadcast teams for like a match. Like they would say, "Oh, here's the radio WWF team of like like Stan Lane and somebody else like does does this sound familiar? Yeah, Mose, what do you remember about this? Yeah, no, I remember it kind of being like again, this is my older brother, but it was it was kind of what Emma was getting on. They did provide. I remember there being some kind of weird commentary because there were times I would be like like I'm not paying attention at times and I'm listening again like wait, who the fuck are these guys? Right. Um, so that would lean into what your theory is, my friend. Yeah, like I, like I know that they did it, but I'm having a hard time remembering a specific example, and that's the part that's really like throwing me off. Because like I know it happened, but like I can't like maybe a maybe it was like a survivor a Survivor Series or a SummerSlam. 
Huh. Why? Well, so like this is 93 like 93 or 94. Okay. You know, so yeah, this is also why I would have no recollection of it. Cause this is also like right as I'm becoming a fan. And I was also, I, I discovered wrestling through WCW. Once again, being from Atlanta, it was like all over right. TBS and the Turner stations. So, oh, so wait, what did you see first? What, what like, Oh yeah. So I love be, WCW. So, okay. Yeah. So this will be this. Yeah. So I, <laughs> My first storyline that I remember watching, like that I remember being invested in as a kid, was oh, Hulk Hogan versus the Dungeon of Doom. Oh, yeah. Yep, that was the first one. I was six years old, I think. Um, I bet and, you're fired up for that shit, too. Well, dude, it was also... <laughs> I, I mean, because I, I remember seeing like the debut of the Giant, and I remember thinking the yeah. Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, was like the biggest bad guy in the history of wrestling, and like, sure. I, and I had nothing to to compare it to. Um, but but then I quickly like realized like Randy Savage was better. Like from like a young age, I was like, wait, Randy Savage is like doing the elbow off the top, and like he's kind of like Hulk Hogan, but like he seems a lot cooler. And then he had like the the Slim Jim commercials and the whole deal, and I was like. So that was like what really hooked me was Randy Savage. But what got me in initially was that whole Hulk Hogan and Dungeon of Doom thing. How about you, Mose? What was your first? Um, the I watched off and on my older brother, but the the night I became like a fan that you're saying, like where I'm just all the way invested was uh was Mania fourteen. Was that March of ninety eight? March of ninety eight, um, yeah. March uh twenty eighth, twenty nine. I think it's twenty because I always used to remember it like it's yeah. almost two weeks after, like, 2014. But, yeah, um, I watched some with him, but that was the night, like, I sat down and, like, dude, it the craziest shit, you know what I mean? Like, that card had the, like, for my age where I was, I was just sold. Like, I was in on LOD. How old, how old are you? I, I'm 31. Okay, I'm, 30, okay. I'm 33, so. And, and I'm 34, so, like, we're all in the same general boat here. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's a good point, Mose, that you made about uh, WrestleMania 14 in terms of coming of age. Yeah, I suppose at that particular point in time, with what they were pushing at that time, absolutely. That's a uh, because, and then that. Um, let me guess: Were you big into the Highway to Hell? Oh, SummerSlam, bro. Summer slam. Don't even, we don't have enough time to get into like how fired up I was, like standing up at my television. Mm-hmm. Like once a year, I'll be like, I gotta find that fucking video package. I gotta have it. So fucking good, man. <laughs> so good. Uh, I watched that on VHS a couple of days ago. No bullshit. I found my old VHS and was like, let's do it. Oh yeah, I have. As I look to my left, uh, I know where it is. It's kind of covered up right now. Oh wait, uh, no, there it is. Uh, back in 1998, uh, they put out, or I guess in the beginning of 1999, I suppose for for this to actually have been sold, but they put out a VHS box set of the Big Five pay per views. I remember it. I always wanted it. Yeah, I got it for something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> For what reason? Because my SummerSlam '98 is out of that. It's it's like one of that series. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, like, why did they only do that for that one year, and that's it? Like, what the fuck? Like, that would have been so cool if they would have kept that going into like, you know, '99, 2000. Yeah, yeah I remember the uh, records was taken over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I remember that uh that like art was like iconic too. It was like it was like Stone Cold and the Undertaker with like fighting fighting in like oh, the, the street of the city. Liberty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. That was, really was. Awesome. And then the match the match was like I remember obviously the ladder match more, but now as an adult I watch the main event and I'm like, Man, I have so many questions about this storyline right now. Wouldn't wouldn't that yeah. the one where the where the Undertaker right? did like didn't Undertaker do like a leg drop from the top like through the commentary table like it yeah. like I feel like no yeah. one talks about that enough. Yep. <laughs> that was the first the, time yeah. he ever did any wild wild shit like that. <laughs> Reckless dude, yeah, it's so dope. And the end is like he does the fucking old school and he gets hit in the dick and stunned and that's it. And I remember being like, how do I how is this not burning my memory? What are we doing? Right, right. But like you said, you were you were big oh, no. on that ladder match. I was dog. That was the night that to this day it's like I'm sure y'all have felt it. Where like you have you you have that match, that stipulation you love, that even there's so many matches you're like, oh shit, yeah, it's that kind of match. And then you get into it and you're like, Man, these aren't quite as like like steel cage matches are that way even at times. As a kid, I was like, I would die for a steel cage match. And now I'm like, Well fuck, we've got a million people running in. Like the whole point is to keep yeah. these two fighting. Yeah. Exactly. Oh wow. Okay, speaking of uh Okay, there's two things I want to touch on from very early on in my like wrestling yes uh viewing. Yeah, yeah, that, go for that's, it. That's uh based on uh things that you guys said. One, uh you brought up Macho Man Randy Savage. Yes. Okay. So, here here's a funny Macho Man Randy Savage story from like oh probably three or four weeks into me watching wrestling. There was a episode of, I can't remember whether it was the pro or was the worldwide. It was one of the two, but Randy Savage does a squash match. And in the squash match, he does not remove any of his entrance gear. <laughs> It's over in like 30 seconds. He fucking he hits the big elbow wearing his, all of his shit. <laughs> and because of that, because of that, I thought that WCW was quote unquote more real. Real. I knew you. Oh, that's awesome. And yes. WWF. Because like yes. okay. Here's the thing, like, I came into wrestling, like, I, I watched my first wrestling, my first couple wrestling shows, and, like, I believed in it, but I also knew that it's not, something's up here. Sure. <laughs> but it never, it never affected me. Uh, because I remember, like, it's what? A month into me watching wrestling. Uh, my cousin and I, at this point in time, uh, my cousin is three months my junior. Uh, we live like 15 minutes apart from each other. So like we grew up all the time uh, together. Um, and so I, I, come, I get into wrestling. I tell him about it. He gets into it. And at the time, like we're really big into uh, uh, using percentages to explain how much we <laughs> okay. like something. Okay, yeah. Because of video games and the, you know, like, this is, like, when Madden and, like, NBA Live started doing, like, the fucking overall ranking, the ratings or whatever. Yeah. 
best you could be 99. So like we would like use that as a thing to be like, we would just use the percentage scale. Like, oh, that's this percent cool, that percent cool. That's how we would use it. But that's to say this, like, okay, a month into watching wrestling, like I decide that WWF is 50% real. Uh, WCW is 75% real. Okay. And and uh, to top it off, because specifically because of a bloody picture that they used for uh, of Tommy Dreamer used for the ECW hotline in magazines. I deciphered that ECW was ninety five percent real. Dude, this is the best. That ma- yeah. dude, that math checks out though if you really break it down. Well, that was a, that was for real too. Like I remember being like on the school bus when I was younger, and like people, like myself included, like I thought that I, I was like you, Emil, like. I re- I recognized pretty early on because I was also a fan of like boxing and stuff really right. young. So it's like you know you you kind of realize like when people punch each other like it it doesn't look quite right. But like I knew about I knew about UFC before I knew about mm-hmm. wrestling. See there you go. That's exactly. And it's one right. of those things where like you know like I but but there was still that little bit of doubt about ECW. Even though, like, I was, like, I knew it was pro wrestling, and I was still trying to convince myself the blood wasn't real for some reason. I was so, I was so, like, fixated on the idea that, like, these guys aren't actually bleeding their own blood in these matches. And then, like, you know, obviously I found out about blading and all that stuff, you know, at some point, yeah. too. But, but dude, I, I can totally... I totally understand what, what your mindset with that, though, because, like, it seemed like WCW and WWF were, like, were pro wrestling, but then there was, like, enough doubt that, like, ECW might actually be real. Because they use weapons? Yeah. And, like, they're bleeding? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, 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 like, and now that I think about it, like, that, I feel like, is almost a perfect explanation of what suspension of disbelief really means yes mm-hmm. like you know that they're like like you have to be you have to be a certain kind of somebody to think that it's really 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 real right. <laughs> you know like yes you gotta you gotta have something going on <laughs> but but being able to be like decipher the differences and be like oh that shit's a little bit like that's what like because that remember like what uh who was it johnny valentine used to say he's like well i can't convince people that wrestling is real but i can convince them that i'm real sure so that's what it like that is what it's about and they ecw the way that they packaged it made me think that that shit was real 95 percent 95 yeah there is still a little bit that might have been cooperated but outside of that like we were even me and my friends would have these conversations where we'd be like well no 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 it's like the they've they've worked it all out up until like a certain point but then they go for real like by that you know like we had all these all these theories figured out to to where it was still real um but it came to ecw yes you just reminded me. You just reminded me of something. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Go for it. Oh, okay. So this was probably 
I don't know, about four or five years ago. Like I'm 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 ripped in my uh, living room watching wrestling, <laughs> like trying to understand what's going on. <laughs> like you, you ever get to that point where yep. you're like, OK, you're ripped and you're watching this stuff and it's amazing. Yeah. And you're like, but then you start thinking about it and you're like, wait a second. What really is this? Like, <laughs> they could be doing a thing where, okay, yeah, they'll put the match together, right? And they'll tell, you know, you're, you're, they know what they're going to do. But when they're in the match, what if they just decide to do the moves for real? And it's like, <laughs> oh, if you kick out, then that's what we're doing next. But they're doing. Does that does that make yes. sense? How yeah, 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 yeah. Because there's there's theories out there about like Brock Lesnar. Like if he didn't want to lose to people, like he could just not lose to people. It's kind of like, right, right. Yeah. Which like, and then I'm thinking like, that should be a thing. And then and then I start thinking about like, well, okay, but what about all these guys? They they call their matches right. They put the they put these things together, and they're masterpieces, right? fucking you do this now and be in here be over here and i'll do this and you do that but i'll do yep. that it's crazy right so they put it all together and they okay great they m- m- mind you they're putting this performance together what a couple hours before they have to do it yep. <laughs> yeah live, live in front of people, yeah. front yeah, of yep. people <laughs> all around you right one take but then when they go in the ring what are they? What do they start doing? Oh, let me hit you in the head really hard with my forearm. Yeah, like they might forget, <laughs> might knock the shit out of them, but they're they're going crazy. And I'm looking at this shit, and then like, and then there's matches where guys are just like bleeding buckets, and they're fucking sweaty, and and I'm like, how are you not passed out? How are you, let alone pass that, like, just conscious and breathing, let alone <laughs> picking people up and running around and doing stuff? Like, what is this? What kind of superhuman alien species are these people? <laughs> yes. I don't do get this. it. Yeah, I, it's it's got to be adrenaline, right? That's, like, the only explanation, I think, to any of it is... You've got... I mean, like they've hit each other in the head a bunch. <laughs> they fell down a lot of times on purpose. Yeah. They just cut them. They just cut their head open, like on purpose, <laughs> and they're <laughs> fucking sweating. And they've been exerting. What? what how? How do you do this? Wait, I don't wait, so, understand. So how how do you feel like being so close <laughs> to like I mean like GCW is a perfect example like we were talking earlier like you're front row and center right there for like the most violent of the violent like how is like what goes through your head when you're there like live when that kind of stuff's going on? Uh, I don't. <sighs> what 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 do you mean like? No, I just feel like, like how like like I guess because kind of it's like um. I guess kind of like what drew like drew you into like being a fan of like deathmatch wrestling, and then also like when you're there live, like whether you're working or not, because you know you like everything you're describing oh. is like is like what you're talking about, but times like a thousand when guys are like going through glass and like the blood's everywhere, and you like yeah. have, like pizza cutters, like what's like going through your? I mean, are you just like 
hell yeah, this is awesome, just I love this shit? Or is there, like, a whole lot of emotions like that going through your head? Uh, the the primary one is the hell yeah, this shit rules yeah. thing. Okay, but, yeah. But, like, there's also, like... I like I marvel at it because like I don't understand how it's possible <laughs> that yeah. they're doing this. Like, and then like some of the stuff I look at, I'm like, why are you deciding to do this? <laughs> like, this stuff probably really hurts a lot. Like, what? Come on, bro. <laughs> like. Like, like when I look at like gusset plates and like Kenzans and shit, yeah. I'm like, come on, guys. Uh, it's but I the... love it. Like, I don't know. It's your body. <laughs> Do what you want with it. I don't give a fuck. Like, no, dude. I I'm the same way. Though the funniest shit now, looking back on it, there's been a couple times that before a match, Nolan will hit me up and be like. Hey man, what do you think of this idea? And I'll read it. And there's been like one, only once or twice that I've 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 had to reply with like, dude, you can't do that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other than that, he's usually pretty on the money. And I think one of those two, he didn't listen to me and did it. The other one, thankfully, he did not do. Sometimes, sometimes when they have these ideas, these guys, you yeah. just want to be like, like. Okay, here here's a, here's my favorite scenario to think about, right? <laughs> uh my favorite thing to think about is I mean, you like you you've done the thing where uh after the show you guys will go to a <coughs> Applebee's or some sort of dining establishment, right? Sure. Right. The boys. Yep. yep. Start talking about the match. Right, that they had. First of all, like these guys got blood and stuff on them, like, weird bandages and shit sometimes. <laughs> and then, like they'll just start talking about like, oh yeah, and the power bomb through the light tubes and the this, that, and the other. They just start <laughs> using these words that we're that we're all used to. <laughs> but what I like to think about is. What anybody with an earshot is thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Like, these fucking regular civilians, these polite members of society. (laughs) Like, when they hear, like, oh, when the crowd... Did you hear the crowd when I kicked out of the German suplex through the (laughs) handsaw board and... Said fuck you and hit him with a Death Valley driver through a pane of glass. <laughs> and then, like, what are these? What these people and the, these poor people? The next table over, they're just trying to enjoy their mozzarella sticks, and they're listening to all this. And what the fuck? <laughs> oh my Insane. god! That's, that's so funny. Oh my god! Yeah, that's. I, I couldn't imagine like, what other people think about that. Because, like, it looks like people who have literally, like, it's like, especially if they're talking about doing it to each other. Like, they're sitting right. there at the same table, and the dude's like, dude, when I punch you square in the fucking nose, and that shit fucking sort of bleeding all over the place, and the dude's like, yeah, and then I threw you through that fucking plate of glass, and people are like, wait, did you guys just try to, did you guys just fight in the parking lot before? Like, what are yeah. they talking about? Why are they so cordial? Yeah, <laughs> and now they're sharing apps together. Yeah, this is so. Weird. Yeah, exactly. Why do they get the two for twenty if they just did all that? 
<laughs> oh my god it's too funny uh i love it like another another one of my favorite things to do is like you know like okay i'm at the wrestling show i'm like in the dressing room or the back or whatever the fuck we call these places that we do these things at right and like everybody's like like people are just putting gear on or telling stories or calling their match but what i like to do is i just like to like stand in like one place and just look around and observe and listen and i totally take myself out of it and i just look at what they are doing and what they and listen to what they're talking about and then i just think to myself there is no way on earth that a regular person could figure out what the fuck is going on right now. <laughs> like, to me, this is regular. But if I just brought in, like, uh, my fucking neighbor, hey, come look at this. They'd be like, what's going on here? <laughs> what is this shit? <laughs> yeah, like, what, what? Why, are they, why are they moving their bodies like that and clapping all the time? Whatever, whatever, whatever. Why- yeah, why is every other word fuck you, fuck you? Yeah. Da, 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 da. What? Why are you fucking this guy? I don't understand. It's yeah. <laughs> the best. I love it. Oh rules. I feel bad for my wife on the way. Like she's got it over time, but they were like, no telling how many. Like after a long, you know, long road trip, long night. We're talking about all this bullshit, and I'm just like, yo, she's had no idea what's going on for like at least an hour right now, right, <laughs> right, and she's just like, huh? Yeah, what? she's like, dude, what now? And then I'm like, yeah, what did you think of that? And she's like, what, what, what part of it? I'm like, oh fuck, I got it. Okay, so you remember in the match, blah blah blah, but now she can speak it, and it's hilarious. Like she'll be in like uh, the action show. She'll uh she'll be like she can like kind of tell a story before it even happens now and I'm like bro you watch too much wrestling like you're uh, fucking you gotta chill. <laughs> the yeah, best yeah. is like when like regular people that you know in your life just start like picking up on the insane <laughs> things you say yeah. because you're in the wrestling business. Like for example, uh, it got Go to a point. When I was working at the casino, like, uh, I was a a beverage uh, shift manager, so I looked after, like, all the bars and the cocktail waitresses and shit like that. I see that. So, uh, it just got to a point, like, uh, like, I'd be, like, sitting in the office, and somebody else would be in there, like, a cocktail waitress or a bartender, and I would need something, but I'm, like, sitting at the desk, like, typing, I'm like... Hey, yeah, can you grab me the gimmick by the deal? (laughs) (laughs) And every single time, they would bring me exactly what I needed. I knew. Oh, that's funny. They learned. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, uh, just, just, yeah, grab me the gimmick by the deal over there. Like,. Oh my god. Oh, here here it is. Oh, thanks. <laughs> one time I uh one time I brought this girl that I barely knew to a wrestling show. She didn't know what wrestling was. She had no idea. She oh, like yeah, I, she had 
Hell yeah. Yeah. No, and that, was, that either ends really well or terribly. Yeah, this one ended terribly, but like I was uh, it was worth it was worth rolling the dice. Like it was it was there. it was like it was one of those situations where like she was like out of my league hot to begin with. I was like, this isn't gonna work out one way or another, but like I'm gonna take At her least to this thing. Had a good showing. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I take her to uh to Sup Graps in Nashville and sure. Um, and it's a show where I know Moses is familiar with it because I know he was there as well. But like Kurt Stallion uh, is wrestling Joe Janela in the show. Oh, <laughs> I know it. I know it. And she is so fucking confused. She's like in a room full of people. I love to hunt. I love to fish. Kurt Stallion's got a tiny ass dick. And everyone's everyone's like doing it with. And, and she was like, what the fuck is this? Like, and I'm like having a great time, heaven. you know, like, yeah. um, yeah, heaven, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But I know, I know that's it. That's I've I've been there too, like bringing a a stranger in the village, if you will, and they're just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I uh, one time in 2011, I went to a, a Ring of Honor TV taping at the fucking place over there in philly uh, the the arena <laughs> yeah the place uh, uh and after the show yeah yeah exactly uh we go to the fucking the argon uh argon diner on argon ave can't call it oregon you don't call it oregon in philadelphia it, that's a hint if you guys okay. ever find yourself in philly it's argon ave it's argon. not oregon okay argon. yeah argon. same thing like if you find yourself in atlantic city it's not Arkansas Avenue. It's Arkansas Avenue. That's well, okay. what we call it. I uh, pronounce it that way anyway. Oh, okay. You, okay. And this is for real. This isn't like trolling to get our asses kicked. Like, we're not going to... No, we're, no. You know, they're saying Arkansas, and they're like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> no. It's Arkansas. Arkansas Avenue, man. It's crazy. Okay. Uh, but uh, anyway, so we go to the diner after the show, and like... The cashier was like this cute lady. So I decided to talk to her for an hour at the diner, as one does. Oh, we exchanged numbers, whatever. And then, like, the next time I go to Philly, I'm like, oh, yeah. So uh, the next time I went to Philly was for a Chikara show. And I took her to a Chikara show. Uh, and then we made out after watching Johnny Saint wrestle. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. And then we went to get hibachi. It was a great day. That's like a great uh, Yeah. Yeah, I never saw her again after that. Like, we kept in touch, but, like, our schedules were no, not compatible. But it was a good time. It was a good night. That's a good yeah, story, though. Yeah. Good night. Yeah, we went to 7-Eleven at 4 a.m. to, you know, rehydrate. We're making, we're making moments, pal. <laughs> we're making movies. <laughs> oh, my God. We make movies, pal. <laughs> uh, but... But yeah, I, you know, that's a pretty cool thing to do. Make out after watching a Johnny Saint match. <laughs> yeah. In the uh, in the arena where that doesn't really happen so much. True. For the boys, for the, <laughs> for the guys at the show. Hell yeah, man. That's what's up. There used to be more people out there doing that kind of stuff. Like, that's a big thing with me is like just trying to be. And this is something I respect about Moe's and Emil. <clears throat> and you, Emil. Sorry, I was like, choke on my... So, uh, basically, like, y'all both... Man, what are you, the genius Lenny Hoppo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, choke on yourself. Yes, uh, choke to myself. I, uh, 
I, uh, I, I like, I like that you guys are both very authentic. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you aren't putting on any kind of front. Like you are, who you are like, like, loud and proud wrestling fans you know what i mean like and i i think that's just awesome because i try to be like that myself like i lived i lived a very long time of like trying to like you know please other people with like the stuff i would do or the things i would say or whatever and then at a certain point it was like what the fuck like i'm just gonna do the stuff that i like doing and just get more involved in the stuff i like doing and uh both you guys are like perfect examples of that i think you know thanks I Thank appreciate, you. like, you, you just, like, that's what it's about, man. You just got to, like, be authentic and dig what you dig and uh, be yourself. And the people that are going to fuck with you are going to fuck with you. And the people that aren't, you don't really want them fucking with you yeah, to begin with. Exactly. Because, like, they'd be fucking with something fake. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, you might as well just bring the chick to the wrestling show day one. Like, she's either going to be into it or she isn't. Like, that's what, like, that's what you're about. That's what you're about, you know? Like, I respect it. Yeah, like, like how could it be a thing? Like, to me, I imagine it like, uh, like I'm not going to give up, like, the, the my hobby, my yeah. passion that I've had for, like, over 25 years to please some lady. like. You sure. can't watch wrestling. Oh, you can't be with me. Sorry, lady. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Go well, away. The, like <laughs> that's the thing too. Eventually, like get the gimmick by the deal is gonna come through at some point. Like, you know what I mean? Like she's gonna <laughs> figure it out. And she's gonna figure <laughs> it out eventually. <laughs> yeah. And brother, when that happens, she's gonna hit the pay window, let me tell you. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Shit, Moe, you got anything uh, before we get out of here? Anything left you want to bring up or talk about? Like, I could literally sit here and talk to Emil for, like, hours. Like, this conversation is incredible, but... Um, yeah, I don't know, I don't... bro. Yeah, uh, yeah. Go ahead, no, Moe. No, I was going to say, I definitely wanted to put uh, put over the fucking VXS show oh, yeah. Saturday, man. Saturday night, YouTube 7, me and Emil, and then um, the main show 8 on Fight. Emil yeah. and the legend Julius Smokes, man. I can't wait to be in the building. I was like, I, I was, I was excited to be there just to be there, and then I got this opportunity, man. So I'm, I'm fired up. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I'm happy for you too. Like, and Thank and you, man. like, I was, I was stoked. Like, like I was hoping that I would be with you for the bootleg, but I wasn't sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't sure if he was like having you and another same. newbie do it. Same, same. Right, but like. A newbie, newbie to the promotion is why I mean, you know, what I mean, no, you know, no, man, no, no I, I get, like, I get it. Like, I know I'm, uh, no, no, I know what, like, I'm very, like, to the south, so I, I, I'm new, man. This is my first, uh, first book. This is of course Northeast, right? Yeah, bro. First, first, no, yeah, first, uh, big, big weekend up north booking for me, man. That's I'm where I want to be. The like, obviously, all the history there, and then just this weekend, so, uh, yeah, shout out Jordan Oliver, shout out VXS man. Dude, and you were you were talking about that for like a while too, Moe's. Like I'll throw that out there just for the show so people can know. Like you've been talking for a minute about like I want to get involved with VXS. Like you've been telling me that for a minute. So like it's awesome seeing you're gonna be able to get involved with this man. No, yeah. I, I yeah, I love the production. I love the the commentary team's hilarious. Like I love that you do you, you're you're one of my guys, and then smokes is fucking coming up with like the craziest shit i've ever heard so uh it's insane it's insane man like <laughs> like i i right. can't wait um i'm fired up yeah 
And, like, for me, like, it's so crazy that I am a commentary team with Julius. <laughs> like, let me tell you guys something. Like, okay, back in 2000, my first Ring of Honor show was Final Battle 2003. Um, and, you know, I had seen a little bit of Ring of Honor on the aforementioned WGTW uh, yeah. Channel 48 once we finally got it. Got it, uh, yeah. Yeah, in 2002. Uh, but, yeah. But, but it was good that we got it at that point in time because their lineup was crazy. They had XPW, they had CZW, they had Wildside, they had Ring of Honor, Ooh. they had uh, uh, WWF Jacked or Metal, they had Worldwide. Yeah, yeah, they had a different wrestling show on every night of the week. But anyway, um, so so I see Julius Smokes. I'm like, oh, this guy is fucking amazing. Um, but anyway, he is the inspiration behind me uh, – going down the hallways of Atlantic City High School <laughs> relentlessly yes. uh, in 2004 and 2005. Like, and it would just be between periods. Like, and we're just, like, walking to class. And not, like, I'd see my boy. I'd just, like, <laughs> it was wild. Fucking that like, guy. That's. They're like that guy's in the hallway. We know where he's. We know fucking where he is. Yeah, it it was and and like, you know, scrawny little white kid, you know, skinny little shit. But I was cool with everybody. See, that's the thing, man. Everybody was like yep. living here, living like especially like around where I live. Like uh, AC High always gets this like negative connotation. Like I don't know how it is. Like I haven't been in there in like fifteen years or whatever since I graduated. But like. When I was going, people were like, oh, AC High, is it scary? No, it's not scary. Just just be cool. Like, fuck. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> right. like I remember I was cool with this kid. Uh, he would call himself Sir Dutch. <laughs> and uh, he would have offices <laughs> all throughout <laughs> the high school. And by office, I meant he would conduct... Business, business in the yeah. handicapped stalls of bathrooms <laughs> between yes. periods and every one of them would be tagged up sir dutch uh and that was my boy like i love like sir dutch is the homie like i remember like popping into the bathroom we'd be doing some shit like yo what's up dutch like uh yeah hey, that's cool. what's up i don't know where he is or what happened to him but shout out to sir dutch yeah. Let's go, uh, <laughs> dude. Imagine like maybe he's you know, chilling, just watching some indie wrestling one day. Turns on a GCW show. He's like, no fucking way, fucking Can you Imagine, yeah. <laughs> some shit, bro. <laughs> Small world, man. Like it's totally possible. I, I've just, I've just pretty much subscribed to the whole, you know, life is a simulation uh, idea at this point. Because just way too many things happen where I just like, there's just no way that could have ever happened, and it does. You know what I mean? Like, like, noticed, you, like you sitting next to Julius Smokes. Like, you probably never in a million years thought you'd be sitting next to that dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, okay. So, like, go back in time to, like, 2003, 2004. Okay. Go ahead. Go back in time. Go ahead. Tell 17-year-old Emil that, yo, in about, like, in about, like, 15 years, bro, uh, you're going to be doing commentary with Julius Smokes. 
Uh, you're going to be Grim Reefer's blunt guy. Uh, the Nick Gage intro. Yeah, that's yep. you. Uh, uh, Ruckus is your homie. By the way, Too Cold Scorpio knows who you are. Like, what? What? Stop. Like, don't tell me all these things. You're lying to me, clearly. But no, that's my life now, and it's amazing. I love it. That's truly living the dream, man. It really is. Like, I, I think... That, I can't I believe think, it. I think the coolest thing you could do is, like, look back on yourself at a younger age, like you just said. And that that's honestly how I try to put something in perspective for myself, too. When, like, I either feel like I'm not doing, like, good enough at something, or... You know, some maybe a little down on myself, and I started thinking, and I'm like, dude, you at like 15 years old think this is cool as fuck. Like, yeah. like, what are you even down about? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you get to do this, and like, like that's that's how I see. It. Like, I get the opportunity every time. Like, I get the opportunity to do this. Like, I get the chance to like do all this cool shit with these people that like I've grown up like idolizing at point. You know, like shit that's crazy and then like and then like being a and then like there's a whole different side of it because like now at the age i'm at and for as long as i've been doing things now these kids on the come up they've been watching me and like Mm -hmm. listening to me for as long as however long so now like i'm like their og like and it's like man like this shit is crazy Especially, like, especially, like, you know, with my involvement in Dojo Wars and, like, my involvement in, like, H2O, like, all them young kids, like, damn, like, that's a lot of people. Yeah. That, like. That's sick. Yeah, like, it, it's just, it's, it's so, it's, it's so cool. Like, I like it. Yeah, you think about that, too, like, H2O, you got kids, like, or say kids, like, Marcus Mathers and stuff, I mean, like. You've been in the game like as long as he's been alive. Like you know what I mean? Like, almost damn right? here. Like I remember when uh he would be coming around to shows with his dad, like in like 2012, 2013. Like Ooh. and he's he's what? He just turned 18. 18? And 21. So take away. So yeah, he's like nine, ten years old, like when I first <laughs> So like yeah, I've seen that. I watched this kid grow up. Like it's crazy. I'm so proud of him too. By the way, I, I I dig him. He's a good kid too. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Marcus Mathers. Yeah, he's been real impressive, and uh, I see him and uh, Billy Starks doing their thing on social media every now and then. That those are like the those are like the. Uh, God, it's like so the, cute, and it? I mean, it really is. It really is. That's like it's like the it. male and female version of like what I think the future of wrestling is. You know what I mean? It's Hell like yeah. it's like boom, like these when the, when the two of them are like in their early twenties, they're already going to be veterans, and so and they're already this good. Like I can't imagine how good they're going to be in a couple of years. Like my God, right? Like, hey, look at uh, look at like Jordan Oliver. Yep. Yes. Him right? and Davey like, this so... weekend at your show, bro. That's a match. <laughs> No. That is a match that Jordan Oliver wants so bad. I remember him talking yeah. about that. Like he wanted, to, he's been wanting to wrestle Davey for fucking ever. And uh, I'm so stoked that, uh, like, I, I'm stoked that I'm gonna get to like be there and call it because, like, honestly, like Jordan, like, man, I was there for like one of his. Very, very first matches in January 2016. He was in a tag match against Coco Beware. 
<laughs> like, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. He was like 15 then, I guess. Yeah. Wow. And and I I was talking to him. I was like, yo, like, it's all right. Like, you know, saying some stuff. And then I would see him around it, like, at that promotion, like, once a month. And then finally had him come around to Dojo Wars and shit. Like, yeah. Like, I and, and like, I love to see him grow. Like, mm-hmm. Cause like a lot of the, a lot of it was like towards my tail end of Dojo Wars. He was like, he goes, I just want to be, I want to get as good as I can. Like, let me wrestle. Like, like he wanted to wrestle long matches. Like, he, yeah. he, I said, okay, well, let's see what you got. So like every week, okay, here you're gonna wrestle um, Wheeler Yuta. You're gonna wrestle. Um, uh, I think he wrestled Joey Janela. He wrestled. Uh, I mean, he's he's a piece of shit, but like fucking David Starr, you know, like right at that po- at that point in time, like sure. that was an important match for sure. You know, we didn't know, um, yeah. you know, and and then people like that, and then, but he kept wanting to wrestle longer and longer. He wanted to have twenty minute matches, thirty minute matches, just so he could get the time in and just be like he's always had that drive to be like as good as possible he wants to be the best in the world like he he says that and he means it and uh going in a ring against davy is something that he wants and something that like is going to push him to a next level i think yeah that was the first time we hung out um that was like i i like knowing when i get around these men these crazy insane good talents i mean any, any talent honestly i like knowing like what what are your dream match like who's the opponent you're dying to get and that was the first name he told me. And I was like, fuck, dude, that's dope. That's dope. And, I, I, dude, I got to see Davey. Uh, I called him and Matt Cross last weekend. It was sick. Yeah. Hell yeah. Where was that at? Um, NGW in, like, Knoxville, Tennessee. Is that on uh, the gimmick? It's, Is that on the, the no, deal? It's, it's, <laughs> it's, no, it's, it's, high, it's high spots, yeah, isn't it? High spots yeah. did it. Yeah, high spots. Uh, I don't know when it's going to be up. It was a banging card at fucking uh, Tankman. I might have Hanser a lot into that. Yeah, no, it, it's, yeah, Matt and uh, Matt and Davey tore it down for sure. Matt, Matt Cross is a really good wrestler. Like, Dude. I, people don't talk about him enough, man. Agreed. I remember him from the uh, from the ICP, the backyard wrestling game back in the day. Yeah, like every once in a while, somebody would be like, "Oh, remember M Dog Twenty? Like, I'm fuck like, yeah, I remember M Dog Twenty. Yeah. Like, Matt Cross is still awesome. Like, what are Dude, you talking about? Remember, he he's on like all the NGW shows. So like before COVID, I was seeing Matt Cross live like four times a year. Is he based out of that area or? No, he's just, he literally, I mean, I don't know how, it, before COVID, I haven't talked to, I, I didn't get to talk to much, but um, before COVID, he literally, like, he was based out of, I think, Cleveland. But Oh, was, yeah, that's right. He was always on the go. He was telling us, like, I haven't actually been home in this many months because he's always, like, it's somewhere for a show. Right, right. But, yeah, he, he's uh, still tired about he needs He needs to get into one of those, because, like, I feel like he's one of those guys that is always booked in these like off the radar promotion. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. like you know they do business, and by uh, I, and I mean I by off the radar I guess in terms of like the internet community, you know, like mm-hmm. like I would like I think like if Matt Cross was to come to like GCW, that shit would be killer. Oh, bro, 
right? Like VXS, fucking Jersey Championship, whatever, you name it up here. Hybrid, you know, like he's 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 still really good. I watched it on Matt Seidel put on a fucking banger in like the small town in Tennessee a couple years ago. Oh, that that's probably really good match <laughs> yeah definitely yeah just on paper like that would have been a good match in like whether it was 2019 <laughs> or 2009 yeah. or 2006 like you name it like they would have had a banger regardless no no strickland sword was there a bunch before he went to uh, the too which was sick he's good too i like swerve yeah good kid good kid like fuck here yeah I know we say kid now. I know it sounds funny coming from. I I feel weird saying that, but they are so much younger than us now, dude. It's wild. Yeah, I think I think we're I think we're all like the same age as like strict though. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like I I just remember like meeting them, like we were all so young, you know, like. Yeah. We were just kids when we first yep. met. So in 2012. Ugh. Wow. Wild. Yeah, that's uh, for mad long. That NGW show, Moe's, that was that's the same company that got Ultimo Dragon a couple years, right? A couple years yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah, NG I got it was I think it was <laughs> Ultimo Dragon. It might have been Ultimo Dragon versus Menace. The Blackanese Assassin. Yeah, the I dude, I watched the I got to call the Blackanese Assassin versus Jay the God last weekend. Wow. Dude, it was dope. Fucking it was like <laughs> This card, bro, it had a lot of like local talent mixed in, but then I looked like when I got there, I looked at the run sheet. I'm just like, holy fucking shit, dude. This is like, we got to get this out today. Yeah. Yeah. It's always fun when you you show up to a show and the lineup is like, what? What? What did y'all do this? (laughs) What did y'all do this? Jay the God, Menace. uh, Yeah, it was Ultimo Dragon, I think, and Menace. And then I want to say that was the same show. It might have been Tajiri and Matt Cross. What? I'm not fucking around, dude. Yo, that's stupid. I like that. <laughs> Yo, it was wild. AJ Gray was on that same card. He won like a scramble, I think. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah, and it was wild. Yeah, yeah that, that that was what, 2019, you said? Ultimate probably, Dragon? yeah, probably like 2018, 2019. Probably, probably 2019, probably 2019, yeah. Because I feel like do you it was remember, one... Do you remember like around about like what time of year it was? Like a month, <laughs> maybe? Uh, hold on, because, let like, me... <laughs> It was the same day as a sub show, I'm pretty sure, Moe's. If you if you can find like a sub show. I'm trying to pull date. up their, their fucking cage match, man. Oh, okay. Because the only reason I ask is, like, uh, in, like, April of 2019, there was a show up here that featured Ultimo Dragon versus Rhett Titus. Man, that match was awesome. That match (laughs) ruled. Like, and, like, I'm, I'm wondering if it was, like, around the same time. Like, maybe, like, was Ultimo doing this, like, like, weird, like... U.S. indie tour, or or what? Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. This might be yeah. So it was March of 2019. Okay, yeah. So he must have been going on this little this little tear here because like yeah, he wrestled Red Titus a month later in New Jersey. That was awesome. I bet that was uh, yeah. Yeah, it sounds it, awesome. 
AJ Red Titus is really good. Like he's really know. doing good on Ring of Honor right now in the yeah. foundation. Yeah. He, uh, for a local, I, I didn't know him, and he he fucking blew my mind. Yeah, he's good. Like he's been like he's been around like sixteen years. Like like at this point, like he was on. Uh, he main evented this local show I did um, this past Saturday uh, in Glassboro, New Jersey, for a promotion called Dangerous Adrenaline Wrestling Gladiators. Dog. Oh yeah, uh, and. He wasn't like he wasn't even like originally booked like uh, but like the the main event guy like hurt himself or whatever so it was Rhett Titus versus Ray Jazz are you got are either of you guys familiar with a guy named Ray Jazz I can't I don't, say I, I don't think so he did one match I think for uh, 205 Live uh, put together really well. Um, and his finishing like pin is okay. Imagine like sunset flip, right? Right. Like from the apron over into the into the ring. Okay. But when he comes over, when he comes over the rope, he doesn't he doesn't do a sunset flip. He kind of over rotates and catches the arms into a backslide. Whoa! And oh wow! It, it fucking rules, and uh, him and him him and Red Titus had like a had like a twenty five minute wrestling main event, and Ray Jazz hit him with that fucking sunset backslide. It was so pretty. What a good match! But uh, yeah, Ray Jazz is somebody that probably nobody's ever heard of, but is a really good wrestler uh, in New Jersey. And that's the cool thing about wrestling. There's so many good wrestlers all over the place that nobody yep. fucking knows about. Yeah, they can just oh, here you go. Give you give just give anybody a shot. Give a random person a shot. Not anybody, but like give one of these random good people a shot. They'll blow people's minds. Like, whoa, where the fuck have they been? Oh, I don't know. Wrestling is <laughs> <laughs> fucking random ass places with not even YouTube channels. Like, yeah. Yep. And that still exists. Like, I can't believe that that's a thing in 2021 that these places still exist. Oh, yeah, we don't do anything with our footage. We just do a show. And... What do you mean? There yep. matches that people want to see. Come on. Bro, I'm sitting on, I, I think they're up on YouTube, but for forever, for like probably a solid year or so, I was sitting on like Alex Zane matches that like nobody had seen. Is that from uh, Resolute? Yeah, from Resolute, yeah. like super local indie here, where I uh, like the first place I really like started doing stuff. Um, but I, I filmed and did commentary there, and uh, and yeah, like I had Zane and Ice, and like it was up on high spots for like ever. And then I'm like, well, fuck, dude, let's put it on YouTube. And it's still one of those. I'm just like, yeah, that. Ha-. And then we had Zane and um, fucking the more like the smoking buzz against Alex Zane and like one of our local dudes, dude, is baller. Hell yeah! Like, and now, now that he's been on NXT, yep, you can put them on YouTube as uh, Ari fucking, Sterling. Ari Sterling, yes. yeah, get them hits, baby. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, who's this Alex Zane guy? Ah, no, it's Ari Sterling. <laughs> Ari, yeah, Ari Sterling. Uh, apologies. Yeah. Oh man, quite a name. Quite a name. <laughs> 
Yeah, I saw that it's renamed like all that whole kind of like PC group of guys like uh, Blake Christians, like uh, Trey Baxter, I think is his Trey name Trey Baxter. And uh, uh, Anthony Henry is Asher Hale now. Which is so cool. Props to Papa Hales. Like, yo, like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. I never even thought about that. <laughs> yeah. That's, it, it, that's what it is. Is that really it? Is that really it? It's a, gotta be. It ha- I it's mean, gotta be an homage. It, it would make sense. He had a lot of success in Chattanooga area. A lot. Yeah. yeah. SCI, who was a big part of the CNC Invitational all the time. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. That, uh, the finals of the 2016 uh the four way where it's like hero hero yeah yeah yeah. hero Uh, anthony henry was it uh jimmy rave i'm trying to remember if jimmy rave was in that match because jimmy rave won the whole thing the first year i can't remember if that was 15 or 2015 2015 2015 was the first one 2016 was the one that i was able to go to and then i haven't been able to make an sci since and it's kind of pissing me off see i've been going every year since the the one after you stopped going so damn i'll be there this year um i know mose will be too i have uh vxs i have vxs that day Uh, so originally i was planning on coming down like i had made plans like i I was talking to people uh but then i looked at my calendar i was like oh wait august 7th i'm gonna be not there (laughs) right i wonder uh i'd like to see who that finals was because i'm trying to remember now also um 2016 um I remember Matt Riddle was in that tournament. He won it the next year, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because he wrestled think... Tank on night one, and that was like supposed to be Tank's retirement match. And obviously, Tank's still out there doing it. Yeah. How he long was... was Tank gone for? Like a year or so? Year yeah. Or so? He's probably like a year, year and a half, maybe. Yeah. Oh, that's this. Right. That's right. 2016 was the year Gunnar Miller won it. Oh, yeah. That's right. Because he's from there, yeah, yeah. They were trying yeah. to really build him a lot then. So it was yeah. Gunner, Hero, uh, Asher, Hale, and who, who, who else? <laughs> um, the rest of the tournament, I'm trying to remember who was in it. Was maybe Joey Lynch usually did well in those? I don't know if he uh, was. Jim- yeah, Joey. Yeah, I got Joey Lynch booked in CCW after that. Oh, that's awesome. He's he was great. I mean, he still is great, but I I know he's dealt with like injuries and stuff the last few years. Yeah. Um, but uh, Jimmy Ray was also in that tournament again that year. I don't I don't know if he made it to the finals or not in, in 16. Um, but a hell of a tournament. I, I love that SCI tournament every year. I think they do a great job. Yeah, SCI rules. Like, it, it bums me out that I can't make it, like, every year. Yeah. Wait, did you say you are going to be there, Moe's? Or... Yeah, yeah, I'm doing commentary for... We're doing, like, Thursday through Sunday because TWE is running Thursday night, and then we're doing Futures also. That's right. Hell yeah. I think it's me and me and Dylan J Hills um, all all weekend. I've I've said that that's that's my dream commentary team is the two of you guys and Dylan. That's like my that that'd be my go to if I had to pick an indie commentary team right now for like a show I was doing. It'd be Moe's, MLJ, Dylan Hales. I tell you what, me and Dylan Hales could be either really good or it could just be uh, a giggle fest because <laughs> when we get together it's it's funny <laughs> like 
we like, I love Dylan so much. Like, uh, like, but our conversations are just hilarious. We're just constantly popping each other, like, with our like obscure fucking references and shit. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I know Moe's. You've been doing a lot of commentary aside, Dylan, which is that's really yeah. cool. Yeah, it's always an easy night with um, with Dylan. Um, I missed him this last Friday, uh, the action show, but I think he'll be back the next one. And um, I know he's uh, he'll be, he'll be with me. SCI craziness because uh, it is. It's like the fact that we got like John Davis and like yeah, you know, in like, that alone, I'm like, let's go. Oh yeah, yeah. John back. Davis is awesome. Yeah, I he's love the wrestler. Uh... And he just keeps killing in the uh, like the ICW Knowles Bard and all that stuff too. Like I've been really enjoying those type of shows also, like the Pit Fighter and all that stuff they've been doing. Yeah, it's, a lot of fun. There's yeah. a lot of fun stuff out there. <laughs> it really is because I'm somebody who like I kind of like I don't I don't do good with like I, I I I do a lot in like the MMA space. Like so I'm constantly watching like the UFC and Bellator and all that stuff. So like I'm very used to you know people bleeding and getting cut open and all that stuff. But like, it took me a long time to really just like, just force myself to get through it with like that, like deathmatch wrestling. Cause like sure. my stomach was so weak that I was like, I had almost trained myself and Moses, Moses has been there for a lot of the way. Cause, yeah. cause I went, it went from like this progression of like having to build towards certain stuff. Like I'd watch well, enough of one thing. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say you were there live, like, have you seen um, <laughs> Have you seen Cabana Man Dan and Marco versus Violence is Forever Emil from Sup? Uh, I I didn't see it, but uh, that, it's very, that's it's somewhat very violent. It's very violent. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's like a notorious match. Well, he was there live for it. Me, and, yes, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And, and he, I was like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was I was there live, and I was like, you know, like so. Uh, you know, a handful of the wrestlers there know me enough from, like, just, like, podcasting and stuff that, like, they'll, you know, they'll come by and, like, give me a heads up on something, kind of. And, like, so I knew where the blade was for Marco Stun. I knew where, so I knew there was going to be color for sure. Like, I knew there was going to be blood. That wasn't really going to bother me, I don't think. But, like, I was standing right next to him, like, watching him do it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, getting really real now. Like, I'm, like, in, like, Marco's blood's all over the floor. People are, like, getting it on, like. And then I look over and, like, and, like, uh, I think it was Dominic Garini uh, might have had. Well, one one of them had um, the uh, the skewers hanging out of their forehead. And the other yeah, and the other one, uh, Caban Man gang gets hit by a ring bell. Oh yeah, uh, and and he's bleeding all over the place. And before I know oh, it, man. there was just blood everywhere. And then like before I know it, like Dom's got thumbtacks in his feet, and I was like, but I barely like I almost threw up. I was like, was oh my awesome. god, like this is too real. This is too real. And then ninety five percent real. Ninety five percent real. Yes. That's that is so true. And uh, and from there, I had to kind of like rebuild it up to where it was like it. But it's funny now because now I like gossips don't really bother me that much. I've like seen them enough that I'm like, I don't gossips to the feet's different. But in like the forehead or the arm, I've gotten used to. But it's funny. Uh, how yeah, it's, it's all weird. <laughs> yeah, it's all weird. but but that's the thing is like what but there but there definitely is. I understand 
like I, wa- I watch more deathmatch wrestling than the average wrestling fan does, but I understand why there's such a big fan base for it because like there are some really great stories you can tell. It's just violent as hell, but like there is there is a lot oh, that yeah. goes to it. Like so, I definitely respect it for sure. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like they're not just you know some of the guys are just going out there and, like doing <laughs> but, like you know you like you're you're like. Uh, upper crust you know your top tier deathmatch shit yep. you know you're gonna get a little bit of everything in that what what's the name of the uh you mentioned him earlier emil and i know that me and you've talked about him Mo's not not the gossets but like the the other you mentioned it earlier Tenzans. Tenzans. yeah that's those yeah. things are rough yeah yeah it's wild it's like it's like they just keep upping the game more and more to where that's the only thing time I get concerned, to be honest, as a fan is like like where well you know what I'm saying? Like there like there's really no line of like like what not to do, I feel like. Bro, so like Jerry Lawler got hit by a car. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's vehicular manslaughter, bro. We what are we yeah. doing? <laughs> and he, he took a hell of a bump off that card. Thank too. you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. For the True. Business. But that's all oh, to yeah. say, like, I, I'm definitely <laughs> more and more, <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely more and more a fan of the scene. And I'm really looking forward to uh, VS, VXS. I'm looking forward to G, uh, Game Changer Wrestling. I've got both set up, ready to watch right now on Fight TV. So, like, shout out <laughs> to Fight TV. Like, that's where to watch these shows. Um I'm also Jersey to. Championship on yeah. uh, YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. What time is that going to be starting, Emil? Uh, three. Three o'clock, I think. I think so. Yeah, oh, three yeah. o'clock on YouTube, uh, and then uh, seven o'clock on YouTube for VXS for the bootleg, and then eight o'clock VXS on the Fight TV. Hell yeah! Well, unfortunately, I got to start wrapping this up because there's something I got to do in about ten minutes. But oh, I know. But hey, here's the thing, Emil. If you're willing, we'll set something up pretty soon here to get you back on here because this has been an absolute blast, dude. Oh yeah, man. Absolutely. I love it. Awesome. Well, Emil, please let everyone know uh, where they can find you, like your social media, any merch, anything you got going on, man. Uh, let the people know. Uh I am on uh pretty much all the social medias at the Emil J T H E E M I L J A Y most prevalent on the Twitter machine. Uh, my apologies if you uh, take some of my jokes way too serious. No, no, no. Quality follow. I'm always a quality follow on, on social media. Thank you. Well, no, it's just some of these people think that I'm being serious when I'm yeah. clearly just taking the piss out of something. But whatever. Like, uh, <laughs> um, But yeah, that's where I'm at. That's where I like to have my fun. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, I do have uh a little bit of merch left over like that that shirt of me like looking crazy with microphones and chicken wings behind me in the atlantic city skyline it's a fucking fire shirt i have uh very limited quality quantities of that i gotta re-up soon i think uh maybe we'll see how these go uh but yeah like i'll be posting about them on twitter and uh like facebook or whatever uh at the mlj yeah follow me there i'll uh entertain you with um gifts and opinions and jokes <laughs> and and good lists of wrestling that you should watch i noticed that uh, too. yeah yeah 
Yeah, for sure. Um, most yeah, this, week, oh, this week's list is so fucking whack, though. It's <laughs> only stuff from like 2021 because I haven't really had time to like dip into any archival shit. I hate when my lists are just modern stuff. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> it's not interesting at all, like to me. Like it's, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, I usually post those every uh, Friday night or Thursday night, going into Friday at midnight. And uh, yeah, like I, I implore everybody to actually try to do that. Like, just keep a list of all the matches that you watch that you liked, because when you look back on it, like in a year or two, like it's like, oh shit, that was mm-hmm. a good match. You know, like, you know, get more people talking about matches again instead of just whatever it is that we talk about. That's, that's uh, a whole different tangent. You've got <laughs> stuff to do. <laughs> well, that's, that's good advice, though, really. That's yeah, something I really should start doing myself. Like, because uh, there's plenty of times I'm just, like, sitting around, like, man, I really want to watch a match that I haven't seen in a while. And if I just had a list on my phone, like, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this one from a year ago that I love popping in, you know? So, so that's really good advice. Mose, what about you, man? You got any uh, anything to plug before we get out of here? Yeah, man, 7 p.m., uh, YouTube, VXS Wrestling, Bootleg, and at Mose, KLBK on Twitter. Yeah, thank you. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode of the Fight Talk Podcast. I've been Steven Jensen, and thank you very much once again to John Mosley and MLJ for joining me on the show. That was a ton of fun. Cannot wait to do that again. Make sure to support those guys. Support good people in the wrestling business, and Emil and Mose are two of those guys. So once again, thank you very much to both y'all for joining, and thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider following me on Twitter at FightTalk underscore, F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K underscore. If you want to check out independentwrestling.tv or IWTV.live, same website, two different ways to get there. Please use my code FightTalk, F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K, all as one word with no space. Throw that in the promo code spot. That really helps support the podcast. And also, shout out once again to Fight TV. Make sure to watch GCW this weekend. Make sure to watch VXS this weekend as well. Going to be a ton of great stuff. And Fight TV is a great service that has a ton of great wrestling, ton of great MMA, ton of great boxing, ton of great stuff just across the board. So, shout out to IWTV and to Fight TV. Also, um, yeah, anything I got going on this week whether it's on YouTube or Twitter or Twitch or, or whatever I got going on through the podcast. I'll keep it all updated on Twitter and through my link tree, uh, once again, at Fight Talk underscore. And please also consider giving me a thumbs up, liking this, uh, this podcast, subscribing to the podcast, following, good comments, good ratings, all that stuff. It helps out a ton as well. And that stuff's free. It takes, like, no time at all. And it really, really helps the podcast out a lot when you do stuff like that. So... Please do all that if you can, and, you know, we really appreciate it. And speaking of appreciation, let me tell you all about our sponsors real quick, and we'll get on out of here. So starting off, WrestleRumble.com. They have the Money in the Bank Pick'em Contest starting soon. The first place prize will be $1,000 cash. Second and third are both going to get $100 each. So a total of $1,200 on the line for the WWE Money in the Bank Pick'em Contest at WrestleRumble.com. The entries for the contest aren't open just yet, but just stay up to date. Make sure to follow them on social media at Russell Rumble to know when the contests are going live. But once again, win tons of money just for being a wrestling fan watching from your couch. It's a great deal with huge prizes. It's a lot of fun. And it keeps me invested in the WWE. As somebody that doesn't really watch the product currently, the WWE product, 
Um, I am heavily invested in each pay-per-view because I know I have a chance of winning a lot of money and some really cool prizes. So once again, go to WrestleRumble.com and stay up to date with all their contests on social media at WrestleRumble. Also, shout out to my brother, Brian Jensen. He's a boxing coach. He owns a gym in Atlanta, Georgia, and he can help you reach your goals. If you want to learn how to you know, throw hands, if you want to lose weight, if you want to know self-defense, if you want to compete at an amateur or professional level in boxing, kickboxing, mixed martial arts, whatever it is, any kind of combat sport, Brian can help you out. And if you have any kind of neurological issue, whether it's Parkinson's, MS, dystonia, anything like that, Brian is certified 100% to help you with all those needs as well. So he helps with a wide variety and a wide range of stuff. Like I said, everything from self-defense to losing weight, to competing professionally, to just getting dexterity and uh, flexibility back and range of motion and all that stuff. I mean, that stuff's really important and, and Brian can really help everybody with, with anything they're really looking for. Uh, if you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area or close by, you can come to his gym here in Atlanta in the Sandy Springs area. If you're you know nearby but don't want to go to the gym, he can meet you in person. He can meet you uh, you know, at your business, he meets people at the park, he meets people really wherever it's most convenient for them. And even if you're not near Atlanta, if you're anywhere else in the world, he can help you remotely. Just follow him on Instagram at BoxingATL, B-O-X-I-N-G-A-T-L. Shoot him a message. He can set up Skype calls, Zoom calls, all that kind of stuff. He can help you remotely from anywhere in the world, and it'll help you reach your goals. So once again, follow Brian on Instagram at BoxingATL, B-O-X-I-N-G-A-T-L, and reach your goals. And last but never least, shout out to Music City Toys and Collectibles. They are the place to be for autographs, memorabilia, action figures, old magazines, anything that you like about the world of professional wrestling. Music City Toys and Collectibles has got you covered. They are nice people. They do fair business. You can find their stuff all over social media, and they have a retail location at 101 West Main Street in Waterton, Tennessee. Once again, that's 101 West Main Street in W-A-T-E-R-T-O-W-N, Tennessee. The retail location is awesome. I made the trip from Atlanta to go up there a couple months ago for their grand opening. It is spectacular. And they have more than just wrestling stuff. If you're into other sports, if you're into you know, comics or you know, Ninja Turtles or Power Rangers and all that kind of stuff too. I mean, they have got you covered. Once again, nice people with fair prices. And they do sales on their Facebook page pretty often. I mean, it's a lot of fun to be a part of that community. And they give you really good deals, especially if you're a regular client of theirs. So once again, follow them on all social media at Music City Toys. And you can also check out their new website at musiccitytoys.biz. So support them because they support us. And as always with all of our sponsors, if you tell them that myself or Jesse or Moe's or anybody you know that's a part of the show sent you their way, I promise you get some really good deals. So once again, thank you to... Music City Toys and Collectibles, WrestleRumble.com, and Brian Jensen with Steel, Boxing, and Athletics. So that's going to do it for today. I've been Steven Jensen. Thank you very much for listening. I'll be back soon.